0: and welcome to On Location. This is your trusty movie locations explorer, Jared Cowan. We're here on the banks of the L.A. River. I've been really looking forward to doing this episode. Super excited for a couple of reasons. The first being that this is the first time we're doing an episode on a brand new film. And that movie is Karin Kusama's excellent L.A. detective film, Destroyer, starring Nicole Kidman. Um, But it's also the first time our solo guest is a location professional. Yay! Uh, we had, on our Reservoir Dogs episode, we had uh, location manager Billy Fox on. Oh, yeah. yeah. But what's cool about that is also on that episode is that we had production designer David Wasco and Sandy Wasco. Uh, right. And that's kind of a nice tie-in for this episode, too, because my guest today has worked with the Wascos a couple of times. Yep, a few times. Um, yeah. And uh, so I think that's really cool. Um, my guest has worked on... Movies like Terminator 2 and <laughs> Way uh, Seven, Seven Psychopaths, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. And I think what many people might consider the crown jewel, uh, La La Land, is, um, is up there, yep. certainly in terms of L.A. movies. Yep. Um, he's worked on TV series like The West Wing and Nip Tuck and even more recently miniseries like Feud and uh, American Crime Story, The Assassination of Johnny Versace. And uh, I'd like to welcome my guest, Robert Fulks. How are wow. you
1: doing? Great. <laughs> nice intro. Yeah, um, well, there you go. Thanks for, thanks for coming here well, today. Well, yes, definitely. It's, uh, it's nice to see the location again looking pretty much like it did a year ago. Uh, <laughs> Where are we? Like that's, I said, we're on... That's we're on... what we loved about it. It was kind of desolate and wasn't anything here um, except the location we wanted. Yeah. Uh, we are uh, off of Fletcher. We're at the Bowtie Project, which is actually run by California State parks but it also has an art collective that does events and different things here um you can check them out on their website um also it's called clock shop bowtie project it's i guess that's the name of the art collective i learned a little bit about it when we were when we were filming here but um yeah, we had to pick uh, pick some days to shoot here, prep, shoot, and strike when there weren't any other events going on. You see some smattering of art projects that get left behind from other uh, events that have happened here. It's an interesting place to just go on a walk, take your dogs, go on a walk, be by the river. You hear the freeway a little bit in the background. Um, right, there have been a couple of houses trains and trains coming by, yeah. Frogtown across the way. Um, it's funny, I say walking dogs. Every time we scouted and filmed, we saw this same guy walking six <laughs> dogs. And I fully expect to see him when I walk back to my car in a few minutes. Because he it was it became a running gag. It's like, it's the guy with the six dogs again.
0: I think this used to be, from what I read, it used to be a, a train yard. A switching point, I think. Yeah, um, probably. We did have the trains point.
1: go by, um, which was, you know... it hurts for the sound when the train goes by but it was also kind of cool to have it be in the background I'm trying to remember if a shot made it into the film with a train in the background i know they were contemplating that and they probably got some but i'm trying to recall if we uh, we see the train
0: well speaking but, yeah. of sound i was talking i was just mentioning to you that when i first got here to set up my microphones uh i was getting a buzz from this electrical tower which <laughs> yes. is featured quite heavily in the movie
1: um, yes the opening crime scene uh there is a body underneath this electrical tower. Yeah, so yes. I don't know.
0: Is that something that when you're scouting, like when you're doing a tech scout, do you have your your, your audio person with you on something like that that uh, can yeah. see what the sound yeah, is? Yeah,
1: usually, especially on features, you'll get the sound mixer to be on the scouts with us and discuss, uh, discuss where the potential problems might be for sound. Uh, but a lot of times if it's... Uh, you know, a location that is, is loved and, uh, the sound's not going to take (laughs) precedence necessarily. I mean, it was fine that the freeway was the noise in the background. Uh, yeah, you did hear the buzzing sound, but, uh, Karin, uh, loved the idea of, uh, staging this right under these towers. So, um, that's where we ended up and, uh, that's in the movie.
0: This area of the LA river, of course, is quite different than, I think the more iconic area further South where it's just concrete, you know, yeah. the, you know, Grease, point blank, you know all Definitely. of that stuff. This is more organic with trees well, I was and... I
1: was excited to show off the alley River. I, originally in in the script, I think even the first version I read and uh, Karin and and Phil and Matt the uh, writer producers uh, have talked about this, but they they actually had had written in Echo Park Lake back in an early draft and it's just sort of stayed i think it's the slug line the one that i read first um as where this location might be but echo park just we drove around and we looked for it but it seemed like it was a little too gentrified a little too pretty a little wanted something a little bit more but the, the idea of the la river and not we actually looked at some concrete more like sort of terminator two like concrete areas but this this clash of nature with the freeway in the background and the concrete it just it was really interesting uh to us you see the 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 homes on the hills and of course the 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 high tension wires uh it, it this really won out as the location but yeah we did look at some more i mean i guess you could say yeah there's i mean all the you know this all the valley <laughs> all the valley oh, yeah. flood control channels from terminator 2 uh those are, those are all to the north. But, yeah, there's some really interesting the, the, going, going south of here. Um, we, did, we did kind of contemplate a location much further south from here that just was really dramatic in that it was really a wide section of the river with, like, a small channel of water running up the middle of it and just really big slopes and really wide, just really dramatic looking in a different way. Um, but, uh, but this sort of clash of uh, nature and concrete won out. In the in the end,
0: is this the same area that's in Drive? Do you I'm, know when he drive when he takes Carrie Mulligan? I'm trying the to remember, and there's like trees, and it's. Uh, I need it's, to, it's, I need to I see drive like...
1: again. Actually, I loved it when I came out, but I need I, I should get the DVD. Of that. I'm kind of collecting Wait. LA iconic yeah. LA movies now because I'm really I see I seem to be working in a lot of them. So when uh, you told me about yeah. this place and I looked yeah. it
0: up, my first thing was it feels like in Drive where they drive on the more the concrete part further Mm -hmm. south up and then they get out of the car and now all of a sudden they're in nature you do start to see nature you start to see nature so i i I feel like it
1: could be around here it could be this it could be a little further south i mean I mean, I'm born and raised L.A. and watching the L.A. River turn more into this forest land. I mean, you could zoom a camera in on what's behind us right here and take a shot of it and tell people you're in, uh, you know, some stream in uh, (laughs) in the East Coast. I mean, if you don't see the concrete and and over time, uh, this is just they've let these trees grow. I mean, I grew up I grew up in. In, in the valley, and uh, and it used to just be much more concrete. And you, would look, you wouldn't look down here and see giant, tall trees right. blocking the view at all back then.
0: Now, when we talked about doing this episode, this was the place where you thought it might be cool to come and do it. I mean, there's yeah. so many great locations I'd, in the movie, but yeah, why yeah. do you think this uh, spot was a good well, choice? Well, I mean, it
1: to, also, uh, it, it kind of opens the movie, yeah. too. Uh, it's the first images that really set the tone of the kind of bleached LA kind of bleak where are we oh this is cool we haven't really seen this exact place before um and and yeah I was really happy that that this was chosen as the uh, the opening of the movie so what
0: organizations
1: do you have to go through to shoot here uh, flood control and uh well for parts of the LA river the uh army corps of engineers um control a lot of it um in this case the had to get permission to be under these these wires oh so that's a uh, from separate the power company oh wow yeah, yeah they had to come out and look at it and okay that we were underneath here uh the california state parks this is actually three or four different entities to just sort of pull off <laughs> this this exact spot because uh, we were also up in the other parts of the park here too I I would have no I I would
0: never (laughs) dream that you have to get the power guys out here. Yeah, well, just also for safety, also for safety too. But just everybody
1: wanted to look at it and say, is this really where we want to do this and uh, and everything? Yeah, no, you need you need to. I'd never shot actually underneath one of these before, but um, yeah, they're so dramatic. It's great.
0: I mentioned the Wascos before. Yeah, I remember. Love that that interview you did. Yeah, well, I remember when we (laughs) saw each other last year at the Location Managers Guild Awards and. I met you for the first time in person. Yep. And I remember the way you introduced me to your wife was, this is Jared. He interviewed the Wascos <laughs> on on his podcast. Well, she loves, she loves the Wascos too, um, so I wanted to uh, 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 make sure she knew that. Tell me a little bit about working with them. I mean, oh, now maybe. they're Academy Award winners. Oh, my gosh.
1: And... No, they're wonderful uh, people. Anybody who knows them knows this. Uh And uh, some of the nicest, and also just talented. I mean, just they, I just love working with them and getting started on a scouting process with them on movies um i've known them for a long time worked as an assistant back on some early projects with them and we talk about it some we were just talking about it because of first reformed but i was an assistant on a paul schrader movie uh, called touch that paul schrader oh, directed yeah. yep. and uh, kind of a lost comedy gem um for people who see it but but yeah just that was probably my first experience with the uh, david and sandy as an assistant and then just little scouting things here and then finally got to work on uh a full project from beginning to end on Seven Psychopaths* Pass with uh, Martin McDonough, which was a great experience. Another great L.A. for L.A. project. And uh, then, I, I mean, La La Land was a dream come true for both of us working together. Just in great. The scouting process was tremendous on that.
0: How long have you been working in locations?
1: Uh too long. How old are you? Do you want me to give my age on that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I uh a long time. I mean the first first feature ever where you say Terminator 2 makes it sound like, oh, he was he's a veteran from from well, Location yeah. oh, Man. Yeah. No, but I mean I was the lowest of the low. That was literally the first first movie I ever worked on. And if you and, have a and, first movie to work so, on though. I know. I mean. It's kind of fun to say that. <laughs> I did one other TV, actually two other TV things before that. But the first feature that just lasted seven months, and that wasn't even the whole The whole production, I was just, I was brought in to be one of these and just given specific things to do in Terminator 2, the big Terminal Island freeway chase down to standing under a uh, overpass on the Terminal Island freeway, having a helicopter fly past you under the underpass. Uh, was breathtaking. Um, always remember that memory and uh, watching. Of course, you know the famous plumber in Havenhurst. Uh, plumber in uh, truck. That's uh, wild.
0: Even to this day, I
1: love picture you explaining it to everybody while you're standing. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I'll have to come join you on your tour. Yeah, I, I would love um, for you to come on my tour. But yeah, watching <laughs> watching that truck uh, jump and into the land in the LA River uh, was amazing. Yeah, but I've been I've been doing this a long time, but I still love it. I still do it. Still love it. Love picking interesting projects to work on. You try to at least, and then love the people that I work with, and the job is still great. Still love it.
0: And you're from here, you said, so you've yeah. just known the streets of L. A. your your whole life. You and never... there's still
1: things to discover that are just great, right? Uh, and that, and yeah. we, and that's something that um, it's big enough to not feel like, hey, I know everything about L. A. Right? <laughs> it's it's really, well, that it's d- fun knowing that there are still places that I can go. Oh, this movie wants this kind of look. Oh, I've never really been down to that. That Neighborhood. Let's go yeah. check it out. I mean, and that,
0: that's something I, I wanted to talk about. You know, did Karin want to, you know, one of her things she wanted to do was show
1: this city in
0: maybe a way that
1: yes. she hadn't seen it before? Yeah, def- definitely. Uh, we were. Joking, calling it the anti La La Land while we were driving around yeah. scouting. Um, just yeah, definitely try to try to shoot. Look, well, actually, La La Land was like that too. Damien didn't want to show like every iconic looking thing in L.A. I mean, in a different type of story, obviously. But you know, we didn't. It's not flashing on the Hollywood sign and, and the Hollywood Bowl and all these things. So we there were certain things written into La La Land which he which he wanted, the observatory and different things. But but yeah, with with uh, with Destroyer, it was an attempt to uh, to let's show some sides of town that you don't see a lot. You know, Koreatown and Frogtown and and uh, parts of uh, Echo Park and different things. Yeah, we just had fun driving all around. Also just enjoying trying to be true to the reality once we picked these different spots that Belle, uh, Nicole Kidman's character, goes on her journey trying to really tie things together in a realistic way as much as possible. If you're watching the movie and you live in L.A., they ended up getting a lot of great... Uh, High-end sort of driving shots. I was a part of some of those while we were shooting, but that was fun watching the movie, seeing that they oh they got this great shot of uh, making it believable that she was at the airport and now she's heading back toward Rat- Hatwater yeah. and uh, you know heading to Palos Verdes. In our case, we shot that house in Malibu. With the Bradley Woodford scene it was in Malibu, but uh, it was supposed to be Palos Verdes in the script. But yeah, things like that. It just just the, so by the time you watch the movie, you feel like you've uh, you've been on the on the correct journey around los angeles and then out to the desert
0: i feel like you know when i've interviewed other location professionals or production designers that phrase comes up often of we wanted to shoot it different or show it different than it's yeah. ever been seen before <laughs> and i'm wondering how yeah. many films actually of la are there where you really see it differently yeah. and what does it take to really well, it's do wh- la in a different way i mean
1: it's it's where you point the camera too uh you could be at a place that i mean there's so many locations get shot a million times i can't think of examples right now but i love it when you're watching a movie and you know they shot at a specific place that you've seen before i can guess where it is but they decided to do it this time of day or point the camera this way or at an odd angle or just something i just and a lot of times designers want to know that has this been seen in a lot of movies, oh, is this coming out in a show that is going to t- shoot it in the same way? You know, uh, sometimes they'll ask that, and I appreciate that question because they, you know, if 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 something's being seen and iconic and something in your your show or your your movie or your TV show is being released at the same time, maybe it won't seem quite so special the way you're doing it. Little little things like that, yeah, definitely.
0: You really have to be a film fan, I would say, to yes. be a location I, professional yes. because. Um, yeah. I mean, you always kind of hear uh, people in the industry say, and maybe it's because they're so busy all the time, but it's like, oh, I, you know, I haven't actually been to the movies in yeah. a long time, <laughs> yes. but it feels like certainly as a location professional, you really have to, you do have to be yeah. a fan. You have to have watched a lot of things because of questions like that. I yeah, wouldn't have no, even I, really thought I, that.
1: I mean, I've been... a Cinephile since uh, since I was a kid, so that has definitely helped in my career. And I think directors appreciate it when when I can speak the language and they hear that I've seen something or can can understand a reference that they say. And I try to look for that in scouts too, that uh, that that appreciate film and know how to know why this place works better than that place. And yeah, definitely that's that's a big part of it. What are some of your favorite LA movies? Oh my gosh, um, just a few. Yeah, I mean I. I love that David Wasco did Collateral, which yeah. is fantastic. I need to watch it again. Um, I love that when it came. Out. I mean, I'm I love I love Heat and I love Chinatown and all the usual, the usual favorites. But uh, yeah, what are some other it's Miracle Mile? I mean, there's just I actually <laughs> there's some interesting ones though too. The Exiles and uh, uh, the documentary Los Angeles plays itself. Yeah. I mean, there's just uh, I found I I find that if I see a film that was shot in L.A. and is kind of being told, you know, being remembered as an iconic L.A. movie. I try to pick up a copy of it and watch it again and own it. And it's kind of fun having some that maybe will end up on that shelf in somebody's house under iconic L.A. <laughs> well,
0: you definitely have some of those already. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's, I mean that's... Well,
1: it's fine. I, I started this slew of movies that that did a lot of L.A. for L.A., which, and some to varying degrees of success. I mean, I really enjoyed working on Roman J. Israel Esquire Mm -hmm. with Dan Gilroy. He was so passionate about trying to get a really interesting take on downtown L.A., where Denzel worked, the gentrification of downtown, scouting and getting excited when we saw some interesting crane in the background of a shot showing they're building 7,000 condos down there, and he's walking, and just things like that were exciting. It was a specific goal of uh, another L.A. for L.A., in an interesting way, and uh, I worked on a film called *Lowriders*, which uh, oh yeah, not *Lowriders*, not super successful. Uh, but again, just looking at it and reading it, and knowing we were doing a project that what that its goal was to set out and show an interesting. Part of LA, yeah. So that's that's, and then just for some reason, a lot of the movies I did before that, and I still love going out of town and doing things like Three Billboards and and taking a break from LA also. But uh, but for some reason, I've had this slew of it could be tax incentives too coming back to Los Angeles. I don't know. Like last six or seven years, just I somehow I've done a lot of you're shooting LA for LA, and I and for so whatever reason, I didn't have that a lot in in like the ten years before that. Now what I've is accumulated the state of that. What is yeah. the
0: state of shooting in LA. Is it slowly coming back? Is it like plateaued or is it still growing? It's
1: still growing. I guess there's, well, the studies end up coming out, you know, like a year later, but there is a new study showing what, uh, actually just came out this week. I saw that La La Land was on the cover of the study from Film L.A. Um, <laughs> they put it on the cover. But, it, but you know, it's it's the study of, of filming in 2016. And uh, I'm sure they've done studies more recently. But, yeah, it's showing how it's growing. And a lot of TV shows are back. A lot of TV shows that were shooting in New York and Louisiana and Georgia have relocated back here. I'm not sure which one's offhand, but I read about that as well.
0: Are there any misconceptions about what a location manager does
1: uh, (laughs) Uh, and on the flip side yeah are there
0: parts of your job that you think people don't recognize
1: yeah it's interesting i love shooting out of town on something like three billboards where literally everyone once we had narrowed it down to uh to uh filming in north carolina in this great little town outside of asheville called silva was the main town Wonderful people, wonderful experience, Uh, but it's great. Every single person you're going to knock on a door or talk to or explain have never been through this before. It's just it's a totally different experience than filming here, and that's why I kind of like the break from it too. It's kind of fun explaining to people what it is, and and they get excited. And I promised everyone Francis McDormand would win the Oscar while we were making that, so I'm glad that worked <laughs> out. I said you'll be proud of the movie, believe me. Even if it's not your cup of tea, you're gonna be had, glad you did this because it'll be a famous movie. I promise. Uh, it's hard to make that promise sometimes, and then not have it be true. But yeah, the misconceptions. I mean, I don't think people realize, and some people, some location managers i've known have kind of wanted to just become scouts and that's also a huge part of the job obviously from what we're talking about but then i still enjoy the the first half of my job is uh scouting, getting the script, driving around. Literally, you're in just in a car sometimes right off the bat with a production designer or a director, me and Karin, driving around just finding things. It's When you have the time to do that, it's fantastic. But then everything's hopefully found by the time you start shooting. Sometimes there are reasons why certain things aren't. Or, But yeah, you want to find all the locations, you start filming. And then I guess a misconception is people don't know what the managing part is sometimes, mm. is then we're we're the ones that are dealing with all the permits, where we park everything, are the uh, have the toilets been service, uh, so everybody can go to the bathroom. That's it. That's the second half of my job.
0: I wonder if anybody uh, And I wanna... don't
1: mind it. I don't mind that it's broken up a little bit. I yeah. wouldn't want to just scout, I don't think. And I wouldn't want to ju- I definitely wouldn't want to just manage because then you're just sitting on a set that trying to figure logistics out and you're not part of the creative the creativity of finding everything. but i like that it's it's mixed up a little bit that's i do two different i wear two different hats and i don't think people realize that
0: and that's interesting i wonder if there's another job on a film set where there's a position that somebody has to have so different (laughs) because you as a location a scout a manager have to have a lot of knowledge not only in film architecture, yeah. photography, yeah. geography, topography, yeah. all of these things, but then also managing the bathrooms. Completely. Working, with pe- <laughs> working with
1: people and vendors and making sure the crew's happy. Yeah, I'm first half of a job <laughs> is keeping the director, the designer, and the producers happy and the writers or whoever in the beginning stages wondering where are we going to shoot this movie? Is this the best place to shoot it or is that the best location? Oh, can you try to find two more of that? We're not quite sure about that one. Or, or oh, the assistant director says uh, oh we have to put that scene on the same day we shoot this other scene now we can't go to that place can you find something else that's near that scene that still looks as good as the other one okay but uh, but yeah those are the people i'm keeping happy during that whole first part of the process and then in a lot of ways that's all done and now i'm keeping a whole other slew of people happy being the uh, the middle person between the homeowner that we're filming at and making sure uh, every you know can i park a Portage on in the neighbor's driveway. <laughs> totally right. different than what totally. my concern was driving yeah. around with Karin in a car two months earlier. <laughs> yes, that's very true. I never thought of it that way. Yes, two completely, two completely, completely, different, completely, things. completely yes. different hats and people that I'm dealing with. You just
0: mentioned driving around with... With Karin. Were you excited yep. about the prospect of working with
1: her? Were you oh, a fan yeah. of some of her oh, other movies well, before? Look, when I heard when I knew I was gonna meet with her, I watched Girl Fight Again, which I had seen way back when, was blown away by it again, realizing how good it still was. And I watched the invitation. Actually, I think I watched the invitation without knowing I was Love the meeting with her. Um, I'm not like a super big horror mm-hmm. movie guy. I mean, there's always ones that I like when I bother to see them, but the invitation, I just thought, my God, a million dollars they did that for and, um, uh, blew me away. I just thought it was so beautifully structured all in that house. And, um, it, uh, was a kick hearing her talk about that. Um, but yeah, I definitely, and I am just, she's obviously so fricking talented and now she's, uh, thought of again, hopefully for many many more interesting films um that's 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 exciting
0: were there any la movies that she wanted to reference at all or was um, she completely just like well she totally new wanted
1: i'm to trying do... to think no i mean she she talked about different i mean i think I, she talked about chinatown and the bleached kind of la look of it but uh i know she, she 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 talking about movies she's she's a big fan of 70s kind of cinema and that's my favorite era too um definitely i just love like finding out there's some interesting 70s film i haven't seen or i just i love that there's always there's gonna be something (laughs) and she was like that too uh i can't remember specific la movie she talked about other than well there are feelings of heat yeah they knew that bank robbie i'm not giving anything away and he hasn't seen the movie they probably seen this the trailer the trailer was fantastic by the way it was i jumped on texting her going okay your trailer is great uh you're gonna (laughs) well that trailer oh my god time i saw it
0: there's one quick shot when Nicole Kidman is shooting the automatic yeah, weapon, yeah, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, I that image right there yeah. had had me. I was like, was Nicole so Kidman well together. Is I love a trailer in that this doesn't. Movie. Yeah, oh my god, it, <laughs> you know,
1: it, it it didn't give everything away. It just had all these amazing visuals, and the music was great. The score is amazing. But I'd love to. I want to just sit. I heard they're going to probably release the entire score, where you could sit and hear it from beginning to end. It goes through all these really interesting kind of techno and slow and, and, and grinding. And um, I think they probably used that in the trailer. I'm trying to remember. But yeah, the bank robbery, they knew that was a big centerpiece of the movie. And the movie was just going to kind of like stop for this amazing sequence. Right. That was just going to play out from the time that she freaks out until she's chasing him up the street. I and mean, not
0: only uh, just a bank which is a whole other thing I want to talk yeah. about too but heading towards that area of town she's driving under the
1: 105 110 interchange right there which mm-hmm. of course you know you know very well I loved it um, I nudged my wife going <laughs> That made it into, actually, it made it into three movies, because I also worked on a movie called Cake with Jennifer yeah. Aniston, another L.A. for L.A. movie, which was uh, another driving around L.A., piecing parts of L.A. together, but that's the same overpass from La La Land that where Jennifer Aniston is standing, uh, thinking back to uh, the woman who committed suicide. We weren't up there for quite as long yes. as having to dance on top the of cars for three days, but uh, but that's funny. I had three movies that overpasses And
0: there is into. a shot of that overpass yeah. in heat, too, at night oh. when he's driving <laughs> yes, in, He's driving towards the okay. airport. Oh my god! He's driving okay. onto the 105. It's the classic going one, towards. Two. It reminded me. I should me, freeze
1: frame every movie that showed that. Like do a little like collage or something. It
0: also reminded <laughs> me. Destroyer also reminded me a little bit of To Live and Die in L.A. I
1: oh I can't believe I didn't say that. That's that's actually you know above. Sorry, David. Above Collateral. Above Heat. Above Chinatown. I'm a huge To Live and Die. Yes, actually, Karin it. did mention To Live. La- I well, just to, I, you, I, you to have a desert LA is so great. It's just so. It's great. It's great. I mean, you they have, just, have. They don't even make crime movies like that I mean just fantastic you
0: have LA I mean you have the LA River in that movie and of course they're out in the desert
1: just yep, like you are in That's true. In that did have Destroyer. a really bleached, like, it felt, like, ah, we're out, where are we now? And it felt a little we got to follow this guy out to here now. And yes. And, and all, yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: And not only is it, are we seeing locations in this film that maybe we haven't seen before, or yeah. they're shot a different way, we're also seeing a type of character that we've never seen before. We're yes. seeing it through the eyes of a type of character I yeah. don't believe we've ever seen. Yeah. This uh, a middle-aged totally badass yep. lapd detective who yep. is basically like deteriorating so yep. we're seeing it through her eyes so it completely makes sense to want to show the city true. in a new yep. way
1: well and think well the characters she's having to find have all gone on these interesting paths and they're all in some effed up situation uh <laughs> somewhere i mean to you know different styles of houses you know the house and, and the church and the and the, the house we shot in the Sun Valley that she goes, it's just all these, it's like it being a journey movie. We you have the opportunity to decide all these interesting places where she's going to go to. When you get to a
0: location with Karin, is she excited? Yeah. Like, does she, oh, yeah. does she show her <laughs> excitement or does she keep it? Oh yeah. Um, kind of uh, to or do you start to see the wheels like just going? How does that um, process that's work? That's interesting. With her?
1: Uh, no, she's not a uh, jump up and down, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah i've worked with directors like that too that are uh overly animated uh no- Karen, just she knows what she wants and i you know i could tell we we had a really good rapport i could tell when she was liking something and certain things that we were uh were fighting to get i mean i i didn't know right away that this whole bow type project would work for the permit and the timing and uh everything so this was one that dragged on a bit. And I had to keep updating them that this was a definite. The bank next to the airport. There were aspects to that that I needed to arrange and control and move certain things and parking lots and to you know. So the um, you'll see in the movie uh, the the uh, ice cream store that she walks in. Great fight scene. uh, Obviously a little bit of it in the in the trailer. Um, That took a while. Just there. That's what's frustrating sometimes when you know everybody loves a location. It's the first choice. Don't bother looking for anything else, and then don't, you, bother. You don't like, bother. Don't bother. <laughs> well, you may end up having to bother, but yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, it's exciting and and scary at the same time when you know. Okay, now this is this is it. Uh, if there's something complicated about this, either maybe the, the production dates or getting permissions from different people that you didn't expect at first, and different, then it's it's thrilling to be able to go and say we're definitely shooting at that location. Yes, that happened a few times on this. It happens on every movie. Definitely. What happens? Hi. Good. Hey, How are see, you? The
0: Army Corps of Engineers is doing a really good job down here. Oh, yeah. I talked to them Definitely. They said, we can't even tell if we're, like, if we're making any progress. I was like, no, nah, it looks
1: good. Yeah. No, it looks fantastic. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Cool. Good. Take Thank it easy. You Bye-bye. Love it. That's see what you. I like
0: about doing these out here. What happens, and did a situation like that happen on Destroyer, where can you ever tell a director that oh. this is just not going to happen or is no never you can never
1: give them. Uh, you 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 <laughs> better tell a director designer whatever the situation is that something's not definite yet when i walk into a place i mean it's a fine line you don't want to like discourage them and go why am i here why am i looking right. at this but at the same time and you and and and, and you give them that option you say we're going to go to this place where i'm not 100 sure i haven't had time you guys are really anxious to see it and so but yeah as long as you cut co- yes you need to cover yourself and say this is indefinite. Yeah. You guys want to see this before I've even started the process of, of knowing for sure. Big part of the job, knowing when to say things like that. Are there
0: any directors or production designers that you'd love to work with? Um, so like one person in it, like at the top of the list? I mean, back you... in the
1: day, I would say would have said Woody Allen. I mean, I was just, I, I was just raised a huge Woody Allen fan. I, just, I was too. I just, I, you know, everything he, he saw. I'm one of the ones that you know, prior to me seeing, you know, being old enough to see them, I would just, whatever, he was my favorite filmmaker all through college and just my 20s and whatever, just every, (laughs) so I would always say how, how cool that would be uh, to work on a Woody Allen movie. I'm not sure, so sure that's the case anymore. God, but favorite filmmakers, directors, um, I'm not necessarily enamored with like the huge famous ones. Um, I, I look at the experiences of people that, well, like Martin McDonough was a great example. In Bruges was one of my favorite movies of the year. I would, before I met Martin or worked with him on Seven Psychopaths, In Bruges was one of those movies I would say, oh my god, you haven't seen that? Go see it. Rent it. Buy it. Uh, If you love crime movies, go see In Bruges. It, It was one of my top five favorite movies of the year. So, that became now all of a sudden, oh, cool, I'm working, Martin's doing a movie in L.A., and I'm working with him, and, and the Wascos at the same time. And he was amazing and ended up wanting me on three billboards. And I hope he does another movie in America. But yeah, so I like just, and Karin, I, I didn't know Karin, but I, I, I go into the experiences excited about the people I work with based on their, their talent and their personality and what the script is. And uh, I could have a horrible experience on some movie with some famous director and it wouldn't hold a candle to why it was so cool to work with somebody that I just admired that hadn't even necessarily done anything. You know, I've had experiences like that.
0: Was Destroyer 100% practical locations or were there any sets
1: no, built for No, we it? were not on a stage. Bell steps into a bathroom at one point, that was that was a real location. Um, a lot of times you build bathrooms. We can't shoot in a bathroom. It's too small. It's too long a scene. We have to build the bathroom. She wasn't in there that long. But yeah, that we ended up being right there at a location we already at. You go in and it's how uh, our, our, our DP, Julie Kirkwood, was great too. I mean, she was responsible, obviously, for a lot of the great look of that movie and getting that look with Karin. But yeah, stepping in that space, to go, no, this is how we want to shoot it. It's at this angle. It's fine. And, and that's the angle we want anyway. You yeah. don't even have to remove the door. That's the angle we want. <laughs> I mean, and then you'd have other doctors go, there's no way I can do this scene in here.
0: I find that there's a concentration of heist movies mm. here in Los Angeles. Right. And I'm wondering if you think there's something beyond that. Okay, well, the industry's here. And I'm talking back, I'm talking film yeah. noir movies, oh, wow. 30s, yeah. 40s. You know, crime dramas are just set in L.A. And I'm wondering if you think there's something... About L.A. that speaks to setting a crime film here as opposed to somewhere else. Maybe
1: it's the melting pot of L.A. I mean, I guess it goes back to the beginnings of a film noir and L.A. um, being a big part of that with a lot of those movies. Um, Yeah, that's interesting.
0: Well, I feel like heist movies, too, because isn't. LA, I, is it the the bank robbery
1: capital oh, I'm uh, not sure. of something? Yeah. I don't know, yeah. but I mean, yeah. it
0: would make sense because yeah. with the car culture yes. of Los Angeles and the
1: freeways. Yes. Yeah, we, I remember hearing those kind of conversations on the bank robbery too of, uh, I mean, this is how specific you try to get on a movie based on the location. It doesn't always work out that way. But I remember them talking about, well, this would be the logical bank to rob because it's near where you would get away and go on the freeway and be able to get make your getaway near. So it's like, yeah. I mean, thinking of that being near a certain. Uh, like I
0: think there's definitely yeah. more to it than just. This <laughs> is where the industry is, you know, because I, yeah. I like to think about it in a form versus a form and function way, right? Right. Like any creative endeavor, art form, you know. Yes, there's a practical reason to be here. Yeah. But. Also visually yeah. what is this you're you're not just going to place it anywhere otherwise it's not going to work you know it's, yeah. I
1: mean so I think um well, there's this, something behind that This movie definitely felt like an LA for LA as you reading it and yeah yeah it's a good point about like you're reading something can this just go ahead and be anywhere else
0: I'm wondering how I would have responded to it if it was yeah, yeah. somewhere else. I mean, so yeah. much of it, like you said, that's is good, her driving yeah. around.
1: You know, right. that's L.A. You
0: know, you don't do that in yeah, and New how York, And how know, spread you
1: know? out uh, all those characters right. ended up over yeah. time. You felt like that was that would have happened. And that's part yeah. of the thing here yeah. in Los Angeles. They don't all still just kind of live in some, you know, down the street. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, here, you know, one of the things about L.A. too is that you're so close to the mountains or the desert. Yeah. and you can just get out there and do something, yeah. and and both of those things are in yeah. this film are yeah. both in Destroyed yeah. the Mountains and, 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 and yeah, the and, Desert and To
1: Live and Die in L.A. That's true. Yes, and To
0: Live and Die in yeah. L.A. Were there any locations that were written into the script, or were
1: they all oh, yeah. completely um, discovered? Like no, there were. Uh, it's funny the um, oh, see here's a train. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if everybody yeah. can hear that, but <laughs> there's the train. <laughs> yeah, the it's funny the uh, the self storage place which phil and matt had actually written the name of that and it took me a minute to know i just thought oh did they come up with an interesting name of a self-storage place in the slug line and i said no that's a real place (laughs) they drove over the street and looked down and saw this really great looking series of storage lockers with la in the background and clearly that was the shot. We went up there and scouted, I said, and it made it into the movie, the shot and the trailer even, I think, too. They knew that that was a really interesting, and it's funny, for the, for the heck of it, while I was waiting to see if they would allow filming and, and how much control we could have in there and all that, I went ahead and scouted a few others, or just to make sure if it ended up on a different day, different part of town. And sure enough, that was the most interesting one, really, that, that can give you that angle and the sense of LA, a lot of them are just kind of stuck. Uh, you know, well, this we're right near one on the way into this bowtie project, and if you filmed it, it would just sort of look like a row of yeah, well, that lockers, place, and it just yeah, it, the place that's there
0: uh, along the 101 freeway. I yeah. mean. We all pass that exactly all the time. Well, and I mean, if, you pass that, yeah. and honestly, every time I pass that place, I yeah. go, "How do you even get into exactly. that place?" <laughs> That's true. Yeah, That's well, the thing, well, yeah, yeah, we
1: shot it from the street overpass, but yeah, you when on the freeway, you see it too. Yeah, and you see the big sign, and yeah, you're kind of like, "What is it? Like, yeah, what is it's this? wedged between <laughs> yeah. the freeway?" And it's you can actually. I think they should, yeah, they shot it that way, where you see the freeway on each you side. See the freeway it's wedged side. in between yes. the freeway. It was fun to be able to go up to them, Phil and Card and Matt, and go, Yeah, okay, we are. We're filming the one that you were you actually took the time to put in the script. There weren't a ton like that. And then El La, La Land had three or four out of the forty locations that Damien really wanted. The observatory. Right. And, uh, the Well um, and that the jazz. He's using, club. of
0: course. A location as yeah. a reference to oh a that, location that no that's the thing he had know, the exact shot he wanted we were able to we had to move some fencing and <laughs> pull
1: off the exact mirroring shot of uh, of uh, the car In pulling up to the cause. observatory yeah, that, and we had to make sure you, we could create that exact shot by moving they were working on the lawn at the time which was kind of a pain. Um, Destroyer had uh, t- had two or three of those also. That when
0: you read the
1: script for Destroyer, did you have ideas immediately about where things could be? I knew we probably weren't really going out to palm. Desert, even though it was written as Palm Desert, which they ended up getting these great transition shots of the windmills and whatnot and help help sell that. But I figured closer into... The studio zone would be, let's make sure these looks aren't going to be out in Lancaster and Palmdale, um, and give the same vibe. So right away I start thinking of different, I'd scouted that extensively on Seven Psychopaths. Uh, same thing where we shot some of it out in Lancaster and some of it in Joshua Tree. And, uh, so that was fun. Just going, just driving around and just looking for the, the bank and, uh, the, uh, the bad guys hideout and things like that. It was the, I knew I'd probably start exhausting some interesting things out there.
0: The gangs hide out there, out in the desert. You know, there's so many, like, little houses out (laughs) there just on these, like, pieces of desert land. How do you hone in on this one? And how what is a conversation like with a <laughs> homeowner that lives out there in Palmdale or Lancaster out yep. in the middle of nowhere, We We love
1: how crappy your house looks. <laughs> <No>. yeah, well, <laughs> you, you know, oh, it's always fun. It's funny when you walk into a house and it's supposed to look down and we walk in and a group of people and the designer goes, oh, this looks perfect. It's so crappy. And they say it out loud. And you're like, no. And I'm sorry, uh, Karin and Julie got that great shot. We added I some love that product shot. with a dog barking and it goes in. That I mean, it was just... That was I love it when the shot you're envisioning and your tech scouting is actually in the movie because we knew that you know the one time to do that great push in on then they did that they did it. They did the exact perfect way to shoot that place and, and fit all the prop uh, the set dressing perfectly. One of a uh, location manager's best friends uh, has been Google Earth three billboards is my favorite example of Martin had an idea of what the town should look like, how wide the street should be. Uh, Francis McDormand needs to throw a Molotov cocktail from the second floor window and hit a police station and it has to be believable and that has to look like a police station and that, that needs to, we need Sam Rockwell to cross out of the police station, walk up the stairs, walk into the, walk into the second floor, go back down all in one shot to narrow down millions of towns in the United States that are in tax incentive states, preferably we narrow those down to five states, Google Earth. I go down. I hover over a small town. You can tell what a small town looks like from middle. Or this, if if you're in a big city, there's usually still an old town section, and you hover over it, and you can tell it's the old town section. Well, sometimes it's called that, Main Street or whatever. But you can just tell from this with the spacings of the buildings and how it looks like that's the old section of town. Drop the little yellow man in the street, take a look at it, see if the buildings don't look too gentrified, still have the look that Martin would want. Can one of them look like a police station? Is it vacant so we can make it look like a police station and own it for two months? Uh, Is there a second story building across the street that we could maybe do the advertising? So from that process, you save weeks and weeks and weeks of scouting time and narrow down these towns to the ones you actually want to uh, go look at in person. And you end up finding the one that you want. Same with the billboard road. It's very specific how the, she has to approach the billboards. And, and they have to be spaced a certain way. And there shouldn't be too many things around it. And and just drop it down into, and, and narrow down uh, things from Google Earth. And uh, yeah, destroy So you talked about destroyer. But yeah, those houses. Palmdale looks like an interesting looking property. Crappy house, interesting, weird things on the property, trailers and dogs and crap and toilets. And, oh, that looks great. Drop it in. Now I know where I'm going to go. Now when I'm driving down that little dusty road, I have a goal that's very specific (laughs) of where I'm going. I know that house probably looks pretty good in person. And I've saved time just driving down crappy little roads looking for something.
0: Now, do you remember what the homeowner was like, like walking up to a house like that? Yeah. And is it ever, are yeah. you ever, I mean, I guess as a, a location manager or scout, can you not be nervous about going up to somebody's house? Are you ever nervous? There I'm was just... another
1: one we had liked, and there were always constantly dogs barking in front. You leave the flyer and try to explain specifically in the flyer, who you are sometimes if there's a star in the movie that you're allowed to say who's in it put that on there you yeah. know make it oh what uh you know Nicole Kidman wants to be at my house I don't know if I did I did that in that case <laughs> I didn't want to give that away necessarily but you know you uh, or put a little handwritten note on it just saying we really like you know, like if we haven't resp- if they haven't responded to the flyer and you go back and you leave another one maybe next time if you see that the flyer is gone chances are somebody saw it unless the wind blew it away put another flyer and this time scribble a handwritten note on it also that just says Uh, We've really narrowed down a few places. Yours is is great. Love to love to talk to you and just it's only exterior. We're not going to go inside like add that too, so they don't think a lot of times you don't want to make somebody say no because they think you're going to be all over their house when you know the scene is just outside. And maybe you're lighting through the windows or something like that. You uh, there's there's an art to how you write a letter and not scare somebody off when you know you just want to be there for half a day. And it's easy. And, uh, you know, they'll make a little money or something. Or you also don't want to lie. And then later, well, we really want to, (laughs) we want to be all over your house. Sorry, we didn't say that. There's a fine way. There's a a way to explain it to people properly too to get the right answer. The
0: exterior of the police station is an interesting yeah, spot. Yeah. That's Skid
1: Row. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we and, had to get up high on the building across the street, too, for that shot. And that mural
0: is so yep. great that Nicole Kidman walks by they there. They were thrilled with that. It's I, the, what yeah. is that, the central community? Uh, uh, I think
1: that's what it's called Sixth and sixth Wall. Sixth and Wall. Dr- yeah, sixth sixth and Wall. Yeah, I just you have one chance to just show a police detective walking out of a police station and to me like if I could get that mural and we could do that shot and move the cars out front, that's just and yeah, they were thrilled that that could be like a nice quick way to just establish LA and And that. again, I and think there's uh,
0: almost a contrast between yeah. her and that mural itself because that <laughs> mural's all about like oh community service. Oh my god, that's true. I didn't and think then about it's that. Yeah. Her yeah. dressed in Black yeah. leather jacket, yeah. I, and and
1: and I believe the 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 pan stops on the. Do you see the protect and serve? It says it on the mural. I mean, you know it says on all our police cars also. But I love that it said that at the very end of the mural to protect and serve. Yeah,
0: here's a police mural, but there's something else going on with that. Which oh my god, I love. the economy, you know, the economy
1: that. of just getting in a shot. That's interesting. You're saying two different things where it's just like, like just a shot that says so much. There's a lot of that in Destroyer, which is cool. Yeah.
0: Now Destroyer was shot. I mean, all over town from palmdale to lax valley yep to malibu i mean everywhere yeah what is your experience dealing with location owners managers between the different areas of town
1: do you get different what are the different Uh, attitudes
0: that you get as you move from
1: place to place um well you, you sometimes know ahead of time which towns might take a little longer to get permission or have stricter rules with nighttime filming cost of permitting varies. Yeah. But I mean, I mean the California film Commission's good about putting a list together for somebody who's maybe just starting out and wanting to know, well, who the contacts are and all the different, where all the, where are the different boundaries? You know, uh, you know, you have, you should, if you know you're filming in a, in a jurisdiction, print out an overhead that shows where that, boundary ends. So you're not just guessing that you're in this town. You've actually now gone into a whole other town or a whole other street. Um, A lot of people don't think about LA streets. A lot of them, uh, Santa Monica Boulevard is a uh, state highway, you know. That's right, a state. That's the state. Look at look on your overhead and you'll see a state highway number. You know, managers have to keep in mind that your 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 permit may be uh, in LA, but then now you're suddenly on a on a California permit as well.
0: Do you find people are still interested, especially in LA, are people still interested if there's a movie star in the movie or they don't they don't care? <laughs>
1: uh it's interest depends on who it is. I mean it's definitely like i said it's fun to be able to when when you get permission to now say who's in it you know i mean obviously i mean i can think back to terminator 2 the enthusiasm from people who love that movie because it wasn't made just like the year after you know it wasn't terminator right. and now we're gonna do the sequel that was that was so publicized it's the most expensive movie ever made Cameron had already gone on and become a legend from from several things at that point. And, and the thrill of of Arnold Schwarzenegger coming back as the Terminator was, it just, that's it. It just, it's, to be able to knock on a door and tell somebody, yeah. Terminator 2. <laughs> I mean, it's like even the title. Actually, one of the fun ones for me to was I did uh, Alexander and the Terrible No Good, Very Bad Day. Okay. Uh, the one children's movie, I guess, I've done. I can't, I guess. But, uh, but that was great. Uh, that was fun. I, work, I love uh, Mar- Miguel Arteta, and I've done a couple things. He's great. Um, but just, that, that's an example of just, it was fun saying the title to people. Oh, what do you want to film here? And then, you know, people that might not want like a horror movie filmed in their house or something violent or something. It was just fun. Oh, oh what are you guys filming? And I would just always say the whole title because it was so fun and to see their smile on their face. We're filming Alexander and the Terrible No Good Very Bad Day. Oh, I love that book. I love that book. Yeah, it's, it, it's great where they recognize what the heck you're doing. Right. You have
0: these two bank robberies in, in the film. Two very different types of
1: locations for these yes, banks. that's what was fun, too. Yeah, um, knowing that they needed to have a different.
0: Very different. Yeah, yeah. Now, this one that is near LAX, I looked at it on Google Street Map, and part of it looked like it was boarded up. Yes, part of that building is it all empty? The whole building is is totally vacant.
1: vacant. The other half of that bank uh, is just trashed. Uh, Fortunately, we didn't want to go through that direction in the scene, or it would have been quite a cleanup. Uh, The other half of that lobby downstairs, we were in the bank half, and the other half has been turned into just storage. Like a, did you have kind of a yeah. blank canvas
0: there to do? Yeah, the what? bank
1: is kept in good shape, and it's appeared in other things. People recognize that the ceiling is just really cool. Well, it know? has and, it uh, very yeah, yeah. That ceiling yeah. is. It's probably been in some amazing. bank commercials and 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 probably other shows. I, I I can't think offhand. At the time, I I knew of a couple things, but but it being vacant in such an extensive sequence to pull off. And also just being on a side street was helpful, too. I mean, you're near the airport, which has some challenges of, yes. of making sure they're okay with, we're not keeping people from coming and going to the airport, but staging it, having, not being on Sepulveda itself and being on the side street was really helpful, as you know, from watching the sequence in the beginning and the second half of it. Uh, but being vacant was just, I knew I knew that was the one, just well, the look of it. They wanted the big, to contrast to the desert one, uh, they wanted it, and I... I I I having it be vacant was just icing on the because yeah.
0: a lot of the locations, I mean there that bank has a very sixties um, feel, I would say. Is that kind yeah. of sixties? Oh yeah, definitely. And then I I think the locations and the look of the film almost makes this very um a very timeless uh, yeah. kind of That's movie. True. You know? That's true. Because be there's so many different yeah. time periods between maybe the car she drives, yeah. A location like that bank, which is obviously an old yeah. bank. Yeah. Um, well, but in good shape. In that's good shi- that's, what, good that's shape. what was
1: nice to see. We didn't have to go in and try to make but it I look guess... like an active bank. But you're right. Now they think you of it could like, feel yeah, like 20 like it's years from now, we're going to any... look back and we're not attempting to show something that, oh, they definitely shot this in 2018. Uh, and maybe that, that's maybe that's that also that 70s kind of vibe, too, you know, that, that it's going to seem timeless. And, and yeah, that's a good point. I, I, we must have talked about things like that because, yeah, we definitely didn't want. To point the camera at something that was like, oh, oh I, see. I know where you shot this, or I know exactly when you shot this because of that. The other bank, at least the exterior,
0: is a Masonic Lodge. Is that right? Oh, yeah, you knew that. I was like, how did you guess it was a Masonic Lodge? Because I, I you gave I, it to I me. You tried
1: to hide that it was a Masonic Lodge. It's supposed no, to be a police and that's, station.
0: And that's what's interesting that's funny. about yeah. Yeah. your job is right. finding a place that's yeah. not really
1: a bank. But, <laughs> no, it was great. That was fun. And yeah. seeing Karen's reaction to just saying, yeah, that's it. I actually showed her two different buildings out there. One actually was a bank, but not quite as interesting. And just that great symmetry of this great little whitewashed building. Yeah. And, and it wasn't supposed to look like they were robbing some some huge, you know, uh, corporate looking bank compared to the other one. And, um, and the interiors we shot somewhere else. When you walk through those doors, in reality, you're in a... Uh, cute little Masonic Lodge, uh, with a nice guy sitting there who let us film there. But, uh, but yeah, we picked a different bank and, and again, just great way to shoot the angles on the interior of the bank to believe that that was the inside of that bank. She goes on this journey looking for all these people. Uh, she ends up
0: down outside of this church on yes. a corner church, yes, which is interesting. And there's this, uh, mural, uh, of Jesus on the side, which she actually stops to look at. Yes. How does graffiti work in a film? Are you, yeah. th- that's getting done, especially for. That, that um, particular
1: mural? we, we put their production designer came up with that and put that on there. Um, I believe the ones inside the church were there. I'm trying to remember if uh, what we see inside the church, there there, is there's a definitely mural a mural there. inside. There is definitely I think that one was there. Ah, my memory well, is, how I does, know we painted the one outside.
0: I know that that, you know, gets into an issue. And a, a lot of times the graffiti you'll see in yeah. films is done by the production because of copyright issues. Oh, definitely. All of a sudden you oh, show somebody's
1: mural. Oh yeah. You know, Oh no, you do. And, 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 and they there are. Uh, there definitely uh, uh, studios are strict with making sure those permissions are on file for artwork, and uh, and a lot of times they're asking locations to help kind of figure out what something is, or or just give them the information, and and it could be a journey for them to figure out a piece of artwork or or something, and uh, and uh, you hope they figure it out if we like it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I often yeah. am curious about when you have to work. Uh, at a church or with a religious organization Mm -hmm. and telling them what the movie's about and if they're what their reactions are to it i mean was there any issue with this
1: um uh, no there there was on some of the other ones we looked at definitely you know Uh, when it's uh, kind of dark you say it's dark and violent but it's also a lot of times it's they want to make sure the scene that's being shot there isn't, especially.
0: So not necessarily the full the yeah, content. But of you the want to entire... make
1: sure. Like, are you eventually going to say you want to see the entire script, and you might have a problem with the whole thing, or you gauge whether they're just interested in making sure, you know, their congregation isn't going to walk in and see something that they would want to see, and also sometimes put it, they want it in the contract that says you're not going to use our name in any sort of publicity or show our name. And, you know, 90% of the time you, you're you trying to portray it as something else anyway. And you can ease their minds with letting them know, uh, you know, oh, this doesn't even take place in L.A. We're supposed to be in Michigan. And then they'll definitely not think it's us. So.
0: That's in South L.A., that That church. was 98th
1: uh, and Western or Normandy. I'm trying to remember. Western, I think. Yeah, we just scouted so many of those. Um, Shout out to my assistant scout Tristan Dowses, done eight movies with him. He uh, he came in and did some scouting and we kept widening the search for that church just because some were a little boring or they weren't on a corner or just didn't have the right interior to go with. You want to shoot at the same, you're going to have all those actors right there you want to just shoot the interior and the exterior usually at the same place if you can and for whatever reason, you know, maybe the inside or the outside wasn't quite right but uh, fell in love with just the style of that and again just shot in the right way. You just get that great shot of... Uh, of the church, and actually, they say Pastor Brian Diaz. That's actually one of my assistants. They put his name really? on there. They the, put his, name, they on his <laughs> name on there, Brian Diaz. So he's famous from that now. But yeah, we ended. We ended. Kept widening the search. We're like, can we try to find it closer in, closer to Echo Park, and uh, which is where we cut and when they're running up the hill,
0: which isn't, which is another of unique sunset. location. Because yes. I find that this was interesting to me because they're framed by trees. Yes. I feel like oh, yeah, that's right. a, that's a a Just vantage that alone point makes it like that I've not, never yeah, really seen. Um, it's like you see the skyline, but the the edge of the frame yeah is actually
1: framed yeah. by leaves and branches. That was because since they're running through the woods anyway, keep keep the sense of that and frame yeah. it. That's true. They frame the downtown and the and Dodger Stadium yeah. in the same way.
0: <laughs> One place you <laughs> did put you you kind of said might be a, a point of interest is yep. the ice cream. Yeah, place. yeah.
1: A lot of times your your goal is to try to have Film LA permits. I'll give a shout out to Film LA here. I mean it's just yeah, film it's awesome. just uh, and it, it's just you kind of you kind of know your permits, you know what you're in for. Uh you you know the restrictions uh, a lot of locations, the vast majority of locations that you're going to film if you're doing a movie in the studio zone are going to be LA permits for the most part unless you're filming an entire movie in Pasadena or whatever it is. But the favorite ice cream store, we ended up knowing that they're walking from the airport. So I tried to kind of try, tie in the airport because they're they're walking from there. I don't want to give away a lot of that, but it, it ties into the same scene as the bank at the airport. So I kept widening that search, never could quite see the airport from it, from an ice cream store. Like, that's always a fun thing. Like, find a perfect ice cream store and you see planes in the background. Ready, go! We kept widening. And just for whatever reason, I found myself in Inglewood. And um, actually, I think Brian may have uh, may have zeroed on that particular corner there. But uh, but yeah, we kept narrowing down from street views and 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 Yelping ice cream or sweets or or it didn't have to be ice cream, just something that kind of felt cute and charming and and they and that the characters slip into. Um, but we're in Inglewood, Inglewood, completely different permitting process. Hadn't filmed in Inglewood. Inglewood's yeah, its own city, its yeah, own, city. own city. Hadn't filmed there. Heard some things about you know the permitting process can be a little lengthy and difficult and and whatnot. But whatever, as long as you have enough time, you're up for the challenge and you make it work. And I'm not going to not pick a location just because it's in somewhere that i didn't have to deal with on any other part of the movie that you just that's what you have to do that particular sequence we wanted to do a lot of driving up to it and away from it and holding traffic and police officers and that particular location is right down the street from the main civic center of city hall and a school and a hospital and it's just wasn't the ideal location to go and ask for a bunch ask for the world to uh hold traffic, and get the shots that we needed. But other than that, I mean, that maybe that's why it stands out in my mind as something that was, again, something that you, you're not going to know right away if you have it. It's going to take some time. It's the favorite, but let's keep at it and make sure we can still make it be the favorite a month from now.
0: One thing I definitely want to mention is making it snow in Los Angeles.
1: I'm not going to say where
0: the place was that you did this oh, to keep tourists from going up there well <laughs> i just think it's oh because put it this way yes i didn't think it was the place oh, that did you I? used oh did i oh i should have put at, uh, all. i should have put
1: big bear on the list there's that no I gave
0: you. like there's no way i would have thought that the place you used i would have thought oh they Yes. They went to the San Gabriel Mountains or something to, to well, do we look, this. we um, did look up there. But what you guys did do is really <laughs> interesting, and it's um, one of the very last things in the movie. Last, and, last day of shooting also. And you mentioned earlier the look of the film and the lighting, and that in the oh mountains with the snow Gorgeous. has to be... Yeah, it's one of the most... It's not even a long... It's one of the, the, but just, the, yeah. the most beautiful images I think I've ever seen that was in was cl-
1: That was the classic... Um, we want to shoot this at this time of day, and you have the le- kind of luxury to do it. You just time it out, so you you do it. And there was a lot of that on La La Land, the the magic hour shots that made it into that movie, um, unbelievable. And that's what um, that's what they wanted out of that that scene and the backlight and the sun setting and well, actually in the dialogue in the scene, it's supposed to be the sun setting and they're going off into the night or what will be the night. So uh in that case, it, it really had to be that way. But the, for the few shots that that scene is, it's just beautiful. It struck me. Yeah. And then the
0: music at the end is oh beautiful I love, as well. I love actually, how, yeah. right after when I saw it and I got home, I sampled some of the tracks on Amazon. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, I and I that. listened to that last Oh, track wow. there okay, with great. with the the woods and the snow and it's just gorgeous. Oh my gosh! You I, I
1: I'm getting a little chilled right now.
0: Uh, I, I I really loved it. Uh, while we're sitting here, yeah, some of the imagery is also right out here, right? Yes, when yes. Nicole kinman's in her car is just yeah, right outside of the that. bow tie. Yeah, project.
1: It's, uh, that's what's so cool. I mean, for people that that end up loving a movie, become a fan, they want to go to the locations. Um, that's a fun one that it's just so in the movie and it's just people can, they don't have to worry about even getting out of their car. They can just go and be in that spot, uh, under that underpass. And, and it's right there. It's just, even just now pulling up again because yeah. now I've seen the movie twice since I was back here. So I'm even a fan. I drive up and go, how cool that looks. It oh, it's, cool. th- it just looks like it did in the movie. And for
0: me, that's the whole, um, reason why I love doing, these yeah. things not only learning why places were chosen yeah. but to know that this director was right over here yeah, yeah. um doing directing this shot uh while we're sitting you know we're sitting at that same place for me it makes a big impact I love it
1: I love it um keep doing these thanks do you have a favorite location in destroyer the one that we're sitting in i was so yeah. thrilled that uh, it this, is this cool. was where we shot these uh, scenes here everybody come out check it out Walk your dogs. Yeah. And, come out to the uh, Bowtie Project and walk around out here. This, this is, is actually so my first LA. time. It's my first time I know, over here. I know. It's an excuse to come and, and say, the
0: bow Tie. what? Where are we? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think everybody should come down here if you have not. And to get info about it, where it is, how to get in here, uh, you can go to clockshop.org because that is the one of the main organizations along with the yeah. California State yeah, Park. Yeah, and they
1: have a calendar of different events that, that they do here. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. know, because
0: I learned this today, You can't pull your car into here if there are no events going on. I think they open it up for parking when there actually are events. Yes, yes. But when there's nothing going on here like today, we are literally like the only persons (laughs) out here. Uh, And the guy on the bike. And the guy on the bike (laughs) who came by. You you will have to park out on the street and walk in, but it's not not very far. It is open to the public. So uh, I just want to say to everybody, thanks for tuning in. And thanks to you, Robert, for coming out. You can follow our podcast on Facebook at On Location with Jared Cowan, on Twitter at On Location PC, and on Instagram at On Location Podcast. And you can also go there to find out more about my in-depth location tours that I do. Yes. I do a San Fernando Valley film location tour and now a Pasadena film location tour. You can go to those uh, social media sites to find out more about when we're doing them. Definitely check out Destroyer. I am confident that it is going to be in that canon of great L.A. movies that I know we'll all be putting on our shelves with our other L.A. movies like I know you've been doing with other films. Awesome,
1: yes. Thank you for uh, inviting me. This was a blast. Thanks for joining us on location. Bye. (laughs)